Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm old. I got to make sure. I don't have my glasses on, too. I got to make sure what I'm doing is proper because last time we had some technical difficulties. Some. So a lot because, you know, I'm old. I don't know how to work Zoom like that. Okay. So... 2021 it's been too much way too much happy pisces season disgusting my trash people that i don't claim (laughs) very tragic i mean there's worse things to be i could be a virgo and i could be be a a taurus yeah i could be that too or i could be a virgo who think they beyonce which is you know (laughs) No shade to them, all shade to them. Some of y'all are not Beyonce. None of them are Beyonce. Yeah, none of them are Beyonce. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite type of Virgo. The I think I'm Beyonce. Like, no, you you are not. Um, yeah, I just like every Virgo that's like, here is um Beyonce, who's the only Virgo we claim. Commendable. Very commendable. Okay. <clears throat> now tell me about uh Drag Race UK. This shit is lawless. I am living. I've started with season two because I don't think you need to watch them in order. No. So I started with season two last night. I'm not even through the first episode and I'm already having a better time than when I'm watching American (laughs) Drag Race. (laughs) It's fucking lawless. Like, what are these accents? I sound so American right now, but like <laughs> the accents are killing me. I don't even know what they say most of the time. <laughs> I just liked your text last night that was, uh, why do English people look like that? But you know, I'm like, English people look so fucking English. Just like, so fucking English. What are they supposed to look like? I don't, you know, like, you know, when somebody English, they just have like that look to them. This is not a mean comment. <laughs> This is like, fuck, like, this is an English person. So technically, the first queen in was not English. Well, she was Scottish, but like that accent, I, it, was, it was just taking me down. Oh, my God. I was like, this shit is lawless. And they have such weird, like, distinct English sayings. That I'm like, I don't know what this means, but okay. Okay, Miss Anglophile. It is lawless and hilarious. And I'm not even done with season one yet. I mean, you know, I'm glad you found something fun to watch after punishing yourself with the OC and the Sopranos back to back. Listen, the Sopranos, I realize I'm technically almost done and I watch white people uh, media. So I've been watching the Sopranos for like, it feels a like month. a century now. Yeah. And I'm on season four and like on episode 10 or something but like everybody on this goddamn show is stupid <laughs> yeah which is the point i guess but like tony soprano is just he is awful but like you low-key still want to root for him which is quite unfortunate because he is such a terrible like i think that's what uh they did the best about that show because literally every character is flawed and then you're still like oh i still want the best for them literally like christopher dumb but i like still christopher and adriana like everybody you're so like well i want the best for them literally i just want them to you know live their lives be prosperous yeah and... it doesn't happen to a lot of them oh <laughs> listen <laughs> okay so spoiler the sopranos has been out for like 
a century. It's been out for like 20 years. It's not a spoiler. Exactly. It's not a spoiler at this point. So when they killed Big Pussy, that like got me in the chest. I was so sad. (laughs) I knew it was coming, but like, damn, it still hit me. I was like, whoa. I was like, I'm not phased by this. I'm a really big fan of the goth kid, though. Massive fan. You know, hold on. Cheetah, what are you doing? What is this? (laughs) I think she see a bird and she like losing it right now, trying to get in the window. But the Sopranos is actually really good. Some of the stuff is just it's incredibly yeah it's incredibly outdated. Like I will never not laugh at the Uncle Ben's thing because that was so god that was so ridiculously funny that I was like, there's no way I could take this serious listen the show is ridiculous and it's probably like one of the best like what early 2000 shows um it's it like it happened and i just had to laugh because i was like there's there's absolutely no way this man (laughs) uncle bends and then is like i'm gonna pass out i'm gonna have a panic attack like i'm gonna have a panic attack and pass out like what what sir that didn't even make sense it made no sense. Like, can you imagine the writer's room coming up with that? That's how you know they didn't have no Black people up in there. Because, well, girl, what? Clearly. It was funny, though. Ow. Um, what are your thoughts on the OC and how ridiculous that shit is? <sighs> the OC <laughs> was getting too, too white people you for me. So I had to take a break. It's too much white nonsense. Yeah, it's too much white nonsense. And at first it was fun. But now, like, you're not going to convince me Misha Barton is a good actress. I don't think she was ever supposed to be marketed as a good actress in that show. You're not going to convince me Ben McKenzie, who looks like a grown man, is 16 or whatever the fuck he's supposed to be. I think him and Adam Brody were only a year apart. I think they were, like, 22 and 23. Yeah, Ben McKenzie looks 35. And, you know, Adam can actually pass for maybe 21, 22. I think blonde uh, white men just age at the speed of light. At the speed of light. And I But I also just used like... to like sneak and watch that show because I was in love with um, Seth Cohen. Listen, five seconds in, I was like, I get it. I see what she see. I get it. I get it. It like, makes perfect sense. <clears throat> like Adam Brody is just, and like the character of Seth, but Adam Brody yeah. is just. I was like, like the character of Seth if you know me really makes sense for me to still be like okay but that was the love of my life thank you um but yeah Adam Brody killed it Adam Brody we salute you because what what a phenomenal phenomenal looking man <laughs> but the OC is just uh, I had it's to take a break. Nonsense. Yeah, I had to take a break because it was it was just like uh, I should this... get you to uh, watch um, Dawson's Creek. Oh lord! Okay, so I've <laughs> seen some episodes of Dawson's Creek because my that show is ridiculous. My uh, aunt used to watch uh-huh. it, so when I would stay with her, she would like force me to watch it. <laughs> so like I I know a little bit about that show, but I don't know like you know them. The whole the, yeah, ordeal. The whole. I think like Dawson's Creek and Gilmore Girls and like One Tree Hill are probably like peak white people nonsense TV. 
and I didn't really watch One Tree Hill. I think the only thing that I remember is that Follow Boy was on it. <laughs> I remember One Tree Hill specifically for that reason. Like they had a lot of like random ass musical guests Bands on it. Yeah, and it didn't make sense, but then like it made sense for the time that it was in. Listen, <clears throat> I truthfully miss when TV was just like, okay, we're just gonna have a band on for absolutely no reason. It's like, thank that, you. That was like a golden era of TV. Like, let's have Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco on this episode for no reason at all. Like, thank you. Really, you know, formed me as a person. But I'm still technically on like season two of the OC. Like I'm gonna go back to it. But it's just like when he got that girl, break. when he got old girl pregnant or whatever the fuck that was supposed to be. I was like, you know what? I'm a. It's too much. It's too much. I'm gonna go somewhere else for a little bit. Yeah, I uh, started my year like literally New Year's Day by deciding to watch Uncut Gems, which is probably one of the <sighs> stupidest things that I've done. Um, How was because that? I fucking hated every second of it and it took me two days to finish it I said I was gonna watch that movie just to see like the stress level like it's I know- not even stressful it's annoying yeah like I know like basic things about it so I know that his character just like the Furby of- chain yeah his character just decides to make dumb decisions he makes the same dumb decision over and over um if you were stressed out by that movie, please feel free to message me and tell me why. Um, because I feel like I missed something because I was annoyed the entire time. You know movies that you watch and like you think you've watched like 20 more minutes of it and it's in reality five minutes. That's yeah. Uncut Gems. Oh, so I'm not going to have I a good time. I was miserable. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to have a good time. I'm going to probably watch it, but I'm not going to have a good time. <laughs> like I was absolutely, and I love Adam Sandler. I okay. was Adam Sandler Hive, like he made really good. <laughs> and movies. then, but and then the weekends in it, and I was just like sitting there, confused as fuck. I was like, cool. I love a great Coke storyline. Thank you. I don't necessarily think you needed the weekend for that, but I understand why you picked him. Seemed like the best choice at the time. <laughs> He still had his hair, so. Yeah, you know, and then I made myself miserable watching Uncut Gems, and then I was like, hmm, let me turn my brain to mush, and I'm going to watch Bridgerton. What a boring show, like. Maybe- you know what I think about? I think about the fact that Shonda Rhimes wrote The Princess Diaries 2, and then she couldn't, like, bring the same drama to Bridgerton. Because like it everybody was like oh my god he's so hot and the more I looked at him the more I was like "Eh, I guess I didn't really care about them being okay so first of all oh no not gonna convince me that that girl didn't know what cum was like you just but like what century was it because I think it might be very believable that she had no idea what it was Okay, but everybody was having, like, 15 kids at the time. So, like... But how was she supposed to know? With all those brothers and sisters, please. She knew something. She had to know something. Please. We heard her mother talking about the dogs. Like, that... Don't fucking describe it like that. Thank you. 
I was just like, you're not going to convince me that she don't know what cum is. And like literally every time they went to bang each other, he would pull out. I just would laugh because it was so funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. But I think my biggest like thing was I was like watching it, la la la. And then I kept staring at people's bangs. Okay, hold on. So yeah, Bridgerton was just, it was boring. It was boring, but I mean, yeah, I'm still fixated on the bangs in the show. Maybe that was my biggest takeaway. Some of them were just not good. Like, they just... Can we talk about how they gave uh, my girl from Dairy Girls the worst look? Oh, It was so bad. I was like, why y'all do her like this? It was absolutely horrible. Um, but I think, like, even the reveal of Lady Whistledown was, like, so anticlimactic. Yeah, because I feel where like it's just like, oh, okay. If you, like, that's it? If you paid attention from, like, the start, you, you would, like, instantly clock who it was. Yeah, like, it because... Just- I mean, like, if you were, like, actually trying to figure out who it was, meanwhile, I was just trying to, like, have a little brain rot and not think. It's like, you know what? It'll probably be the person who... The person who it was? Yeah, or it was going to be... Um, the one annoying sister? Yes, it was going to be her. And I was like, okay, so... Yeah, but they tried to lead you in that direction, like, way too much. Yeah, way too much. And I, I was, was like, like, why are you trying to lead me here? It's not going to be her. Right, it's not. It's going to be somebody close to her, but it's not going to be her at all. And it made total sense. Um, what else happened? Uh, Phoebe Bridgers beefing with what? What the fuck is his name? Crosby. David Crosby. <laughs> Listen... When she called him little bitch, I felt that in my spirit. But also, what kind of fucking name is David Crosby? Really? What kind of name is that? It sounds like a little bitch. It does. And I mean, he kind of is. I, so. I just, I read a tweet that was like, <clears throat> Phoebe Bridgers could write Our House by Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but uh, David Crosby's a little bitch. And I was like, you know what? That's fair. It's fair, guys. It's fine. <laughs> shout out to phoebe bridgers for like finally not having everything she does associated with a man oh wait her whole snl performance had to be about david crosby being a little bitch and like all of that hoopla over her poorly smashing that guitar like listen she, she fucked up the amp she didn't even do nothing to the guitar like come she on she fucked up also i wouldn't care if she fucked up the guitar but like she literally was messing up the amp like more than anything right i was just like yeah and also god bless over this i also um phoebe next time like i think if she does another music video she should just light the guitar on fire she should that'd make everybody upset that'll really piss everybody off um Mm -hmm. just light it on fire It'd be fun. It'd be hilarious. That's my you know, suggestion. You know, the I also have um, personal beef with Phoebe because we decided to submit the podcast link to her record label. I didn't hear anything, Phoebe. Draco, do I have to stop calling you Draco for you to listen to us? Because I will. <laughs> Probably. I will. I will. I, I will. I will start calling her her name instead of Draco. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like it's not my fault she got the bad Draco uh die but like I will literally call this girl her name now uh I have to text you something all right <clears throat> I'm not happy about it just to be clear oh I'm sure um so what else have you watched um I literally uh keep a list on my phone but it's like nothing important I watched Lupin Lupin was good Lupin was good some of the the things were like you know this makes no sense no um but like you know maybe French people aren't absolutely horrible like the show was good um I don't understand how like you're like that high level of a criminal and you can't pay alimony right it just didn't make sense it didn't make sense I was like what were so you can't pay alimony but you could do all this right it's a good show though doesn't make any sense it was a good show I'm interested to see like what uh the second half or second season is gonna be like same. I'm interested to see how they're going to navigate that with uh, what happened at the end. Yeah. Um, haven't really. I've watched Bridgerton. I'm watching The Sopranos. I'm watching Drag Race UK. Um, I guess I'm watching the OC. I watched Hard Candy. Hard Candy was fun. How was that? It was a great experience. As someone who used to be obsessed with that movie from like sixteen to twenty-one, listen, it's really. Whew. I get it. Yeah, it's it's. I get it. Shout like out, if Elliot. I that as a teenager, teenager, I'd be like, mm-hmm, that that's me. Thank you. Shout out, Elliot Page, one of his finest roles. Oh, killed the role. Did it absolutely perfectly. Legend. Uh, Patrick Wilson is also great in that movie, and I love By him. Way, I hope you know I always forget that man's name, and I literally am like, he looks like porridge. But you know what? I'm about to block you. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like porridge, which, like, no offense to him, I'm sure he's a lovely man. I know nothing about him, but he was like an in, um, insidious or something. So, like that movie was not fun for me um so I'm just like man who looks like porridge I've never seen those movies you know um I watched them while living in a haunted house so like don't recommend oh that vibe was already wasn't there bad vibes yeah bad vibes all the way around good vibes (laughs) I wish I knew Um, how to insert sound clips because I would have inserted the uh Bad vibes, Cal TikTok, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I've never seen any of those movies. Whenever I think of Patrick Wilson, I think of uh, his butt because it's just very nice for a white man. (laughs) It's very, very plump. Got it. That's what I think of. You know... I got distracted because I was annoyed. Okay. Um, what else has happened this year? Uh, oh, so- my God. The fucking horrible, horrible Britney Spears documentary. Yeah. I 
been watching all the like critiques and the praise and I'm just like okay so did we all watch the same thing because I am annoyed (laughs) by the fact that of course it's happening but everybody's now capitalizing off her pain and off her story because everybody's interested and they were like oh everybody's interest is peaked by this New York Times horrible documentary um so we're gonna make our own which is just ugly and then like everybody like first of all Perez Hilton you need to see yourself out of the conversation because you did so much damage like why are you first of all why are you apologizing now like I get it everybody on your head but like you were firm in the mess oof Perez Hilton back in the day like I clearly don't pay attention to Perez now yeah but I remember like growing up and seeing what Perez would say and oh my god he used to say awful shit like mm-mm. Mm. and then mr i'm gonna have a britney look-alike in my video justin timberlake gonna get out here oh i know everybody's been saying and blah 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 i should have spoke up years ago you're right you should have spoke up years ago but what did you do so you, his apology was bullshit it was so fake i was How like clearly going to like for completely different reasons you what you did to janet jackson and what you did to britney spears are totally different things you cannot do a group apology right like like you can't sit there and do a group apology because the behavior that you exhibited towards both these women not the same in the same realm not the same exactly and then to just it just felt really facetious like you knew also like allegedly allegedly justin timberlake spent like all of the early 2000s spitting on waitresses so i don't really care what a 40 year old man has to say now you had a successful career you're nothing now congratulations i don't care and then i saw somebody say that he um he was like coming out to apologize because he's supposed to be getting some oscar buzz for some movie and i'm like first of all y'all ain't nominating justin timberlake for nothing get that out of here this uh, don't no. even like the 2020 experience was fine it was fine um, it was what has he done since then man of the whatever it's called uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh Honestly, we don't we don't recognize Justin Timberlake after Sexy Back and uh, Prince had beef with him, so we don't really acknowledge him post Sexy Back either. Really, let's just not even. Um, it's also been like a really weird year since like last year of celebrity deaths. Yeah, it's been like I forgot. Fucking um, Little Richard died. Oh shit! He did. He did. Damn. I think, like, last May. Ooh, it has just been a constant barrage of, like... Non-stop. Non-stop uh, and trying to grieve. Like, doom dying was a lot. Especially because nobody, like, knew, but nobody knew anything about him anyway, so it really Which came I out loved. of left field. Like, I think that was one of like one of everybody's favorite things about doom is that he could be like oh i'm gonna do a project and it'll come out then and then you hear nothing from him um and then he'd randomly pop up right that like mysterious rf you yeah. don't know what i'm doing but i'll, I'll catch but you when i catch it. you 
and everybody loved him and I'm grateful that his wife and his family and everybody that loved him were able to like have their grief be in private for two months yeah because had that come out early man it just would have been like it would have been bad it would have been really horrible um and like it's like that with any celebrity death because people think they're immediately owed okay what is the cause of death how did they die where did they die and like all of the information i was talking about this with a friend because we had a mutual friend pass away Mm -hmm. uh, like some weeks ago and she was like I don't understand why people ask how somebody died and I'm like it's so far ingrained into like our cultural narrative surrounding death that like we always ask like how did it happen and it's so morbid and weird to be just like it's really uncomfortable right I was in like sixth grade or something and like you know not getting into that but like I went back to school and I was getting non-stop asked how the person died and I was like what the fuck like that's your immediate question when you look me in the face is to be like well how did they die right is and then like you sit there and you question somebody's grief and it's very it's very weird it's so weird and it's like kind of creepy because it's like invasive in a way that like it's invasive and it's like um a certain level of almost like voyeurism yeah like oh like awe of somebody's grief it's it's weird and then like sophie dying was just out of nowhere and so random so much and then everybody literally just wanted to go look at the moon yeah like literally was just climbing on her roof to go look at the moon and like had an accident wow and you know what that reminded me of um anton yelchin like that same god just weird random freak accident like you're about to leave your house so you go open the gate and like your car just anton's death was just so heavy. heavy and then like now we're like you know years after the fact and nobody really talks about his death or like him and it's just we move so quickly past like these public like grieving moments it's very weird because it's just so much and it's definitely heightened right now yep like nobody can go outside so like no and I think with like Sophie's death it takes something away from everybody grieving her that you can't just like go and dance her music and be around a bunch of sweaty people and just like have that moment of release because we are because now you're literally not able to grieve with other people right and like i get it like we can have conversations how like people think it's weird to grieve public figures or musicians but they're so much a part of our life like their art or whatever they create becomes so much a part of you so you can't really look at people and be like, well, you're weird for, you know, grieving this person that you didn't know. And it's like, we we know these people, but we don't personally know these people. Mm-hmm. Like, they impact and affect our lives. So, like, of course I'm going to want to grieve this person. They help me through things. Yeah. I think they're, <clears throat> like, you're grieving somebody for, like, what they gave to you. And that's not necessarily being like, oh, this person, like, as a person was a part of my life this person as an artist or 
whatever they may be, was a part of my life. Right. It's just so weird to be in a, a space where we have to constantly grieve and constantly be bombarded with like news and it's so yeah. much. It's heavy. And then you always have people that just want to be assholes about the situation being like you guys are ridiculous or making jokes and it's like you shut the fuck up right like okay what's your problem like nobody asked you you don't have to be part of this conversation thank you you can just do what i do leave it in the draft shut it up and i also like everybody and this goes for any situation but like specifically speaking about sophie People like bombarding um, Charlie and Shy Girl, like trying to get songs that they did with Sophie. That's just rude. Like, first of all, you know, it's beyond rude. They're grieving their friend, firstly, more than they are like a colleague. They're grieving their friend. And you just, exactly. Oh, when's that song going to come out on Spotify? Or when's that and song like, going to be on YouTube? Yeah, like, leave them like, alone. How about that? Never. And, like, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, we're grieving these people as artists, actors, whatever they may be. But there's real people that lost the person. Right. So they're not thinking guys, about a song yeah. right now. Like, and you guys are centering it back on their art. But guess what? There's people who are actually grieving this artist, this actor, this whatever. As a person, they lost somebody in their life. And your focus is what you can get from their loss. It's weird. People are weirdos. Simply put, people are weirdos. And like going to get weirder as the year progresses. Oh, for sure. Not into it. No, neither am I. Um, It's like, it really sucks to be used to it now. Um, yeah I um, think that's like a thing too that like for us because we kind of grew up with pop culture it's like a thing that we just kind of mm-hmm. used to now and like getting even yeah. more used to it as we survive through a global pandemic that is just like oh, definitely non-stop and constant I mean listen we really fucked up like entering a 24-hour news cycle you know what I watched um I watched a documentary about Mm -hmm. like the 90s I want to say on like National Geographic or whatever and Mm -hmm. they were talking about how like the introduction of a 24-hour news cycle really has done so much damage so much damage but like it was cool at the same time but like the constant bombardment of news yeah 24 hours a day like oof. it's very overwhelming and then you also have to think about it in the sense of what are you actually retaining absolutely nothing because it's everything all at one time constant it's everything like hitting you all at once and like yeah I mean you can sit around and like carefully curate like what you're consuming and do that but you're still getting a bunch of information that you don't necessarily care to know like you can carefully curate your following list you can only read articles that are relevant to you but you're still going to be seeing things that are irrelevant to you all the time. All the time. And like, and like, I mean, it's great to learn about things that you don't care about, 
but like it's this like nonstop like you're refreshing and refreshing and oh here's something new and here's another you know person who's a piece of shit abuser like it's nonstop. it's absolutely too much it's overwhelming at all times so on a much later note since we got really heavy let's discuss the tiktok teenagers thrift flipping first of all <laughs> stop i mean i get it you want to look cool me too but like stop stop taking extra large clothing and like cutting it down because you're like we can talk about like ethical consumption and like ethics in general um I don't have a problem with people like thrifting things or, that are in their size and changing them. Never going to have a problem with that. Um, but like you literally going into a thrift store and taking away from the sizes that are so hard to fucking come by so that people who need access to them don't have access. So you can go on TikTok and cut it apart and then throw out the scraps is ridiculous. Right. Like, if I cut something that doesn't fit me as a small person, a little yeah. shorty, I keep all my scraps because I never Listen, know what I'm going to need. you can use scraps before. for anything. Listen, I've made so many Do a weird patches. art project. Like, come off it. I've made so many patches from, like, yeah. old jeans. It's Listen, ridiculous. if you can sew, you could literally, like, make a fucking bag out of the scraps you have. It's just weird that this is like a trend of let me go. It's really weird. Let me go take clothes from somebody who, one, needs them. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, Sorry. It's weird. Wow. I have new neighbors. I gotta come Ooh. outside. More often. They look like teen boys. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Yeah, they look Thank like you very much. Oh, they are team um, boys. I've never seen those people in my life. Okay, anyways. Yeah, I don't, um, like the whole, you know, Gen Z is great and lovely, but I'm definitely going to call them like the Depop flipping generation. You are going to make so many Generation Z kids on Twitter mad, and they are going to be in your mentions calling you a 30-year-old with a Rugrats tattoo. That's fine. That's their <laughs> business. Like, if I grew up in the early 2000s. You can't bully me. Listen, it's fine. I literally them. had a fucking Tim Curry page <laughs> come after my notes. I'm fine. Okay? Some of these kids, they they rude, but I'm like, first of all, I have a Taurus mother. What are, what are you going to do? Hurt my feelings? Please, get out of here. Exactly. You're going to hurt my feelings? I grew up when the internet was just starting. I'm that old. Okay? Exactly. And you ain't going to tell my ancient ass nothing, okay? I grew up in the 90s, so like, you're not really going to tell me nothing. Do you not remember, like, live journal and early tumblr you guys can't tell me shit if you want to come after me for following you guys the depop thrifting generation that's fine it's not necessarily a bad thing there's people who you know go to thrift stores charity shops whatever you want to call them and they like you know get the clothes and they don't sell them for absorbent amounts there's other people who buy t-shirts and then fucking flip them for a hundred dollars there's all these people buying uh Buffalo boots, I think. That sounds right. And then flipping them for like $500. Mm. 
there's a special place in hell for thrifters who buy a five dollar stone cold steve austin shirt and sell it for six hundred dollars and like this is another like another conversation about like accessibility because i definitely i get online shopping and wanting to buy secondhand clothing um and like not maybe not necessarily being able to go to the thrift store but then you're put in the position where you're like i have to pay 30 dollars for a fucking vintage t-shirt that has holes in it when i can buy fast fashion right and fast fashion gonna have holes in it in two weeks so what really is the difference like where are you winning exactly where I mean, like, to be very clear, I'm not buying fast fashion, but, like, I have to sit there and be like, <laughs> I don't want to spend $40 on a shirt. $40 on a shirt that they probably found for two? Like, come on now. Oh. It's just, it's so much. And, like, I, I fucking appreciate a good scam. You know what? Like, I was going to say something mean. I'm not. not gonna... <laughs> Text it to me uh okay yeah um because i'm not gonna say that i appreciate a good scam too but like (laughs) but like i mean you and i have both been looking at like magazines and you have like the people who are like you know respectfully like selling them for like ten dollars or doing bids and then you have people charging 75 dollars 75 dollars and for what reason like there are certain people that you can charge $75 for and I will get it. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah, it's weird. Like, like, If you want to sell a magazine that has Lee McQueen on the cover for $75, I respect you. But like if you're trying to sell me like an old like ID magazine that's just like one of their like graphic design covers... For a hundred dollars, sounds like a personal choice. Like I get you on a scam. I want a scam too, but like poor people scamming poor people, not into it. I'm also literally, as we speak, getting bullied by um, eBay in my emails. Yeah, eBay. You want to sponsor us? We can get free (laughs) free deals. That'd be cool. eBay. I like unlock my phone and I'll be like just scrolling and then I get a bunch of notifications that somebody's offering me a discount. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I, I get it now. Briefly want to say that my cat is losing it right now and <laughs> is trying to climb in the window to see what I'm doing. <laughs> he is very upset that he cannot stay in the window because of the way He's the window Aries. is positioned. <laughs> is, he is literally losing it right now. It's because he's an Aries. I need him to take a fucking chill pill and relax. It's not gonna happen. You literally spent how many, like, years telling me that you wanted to, like, adopt a stray, like, get one of the cats from around the neighborhood, and boom, here comes this baby cat claiming you. I regret it. Well, I mean, I guess he alright. He learned how to sleep in his own bed now. Aww. He he still doesn't know how to shit properly in the box, though. Yeah, no. Still still can't shit properly in the box. And I have to, like, go behind him and show him. And he's almost one now. So, honestly, don't get a boyfriend. Get a cat, y'all. Just get a cat. It's the same thing. No. No to both. 
yeah don't 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 do either of those things don't listen i'm not doing nope not happening don't don't do it i almost said something and i'm not gonna say it (laughs) text (laughs) (laughs) and you probably know what it was too i do know what it was anyway so what else do we need to cover um that you're a covid cutie Oh, okay. So if you guys want a cautionary tale of why it is absolutely okay to cut out family members, my aunt exposed me to COVID and I got it. I haven't been tested yet, but I'm pretty sure I had it. Like 90. You can't say you're pretty sure you had it because literally you've been miserable for almost a month now. Yeah. So I have or had COVID and it's terrible. Like, luckily, I'm really grateful I didn't have to be hospitalized or anything like that. But like the after effects of this shit is ridiculous and not only that because I'm a person who has asthma and I've been yep. having like issues since I have, and you have bronchitis issues yeah and like it's just I do anything for five minutes and I'm like out of breath and wheezy yeah and then you know you have all these people talking about how like they had mild cases and then like six months later they're like oh, oh well don't, don't, don't let them out Did you hear that? Yes. I'm going to have to edit that out. Anyway, <laughs> this is why it's a cautionary tale to cut family members out of your life. Not Literally. only did she expose me, but she also exposed my mom. And luckily, my And your cousins, indirectly. Yeah, and my cousins. And like, luckily, none of them didn't get sick. But she claims that the person she was around didn't know he had it. But I'm like, he Bullshit. knew yeah he knew and he still was around you and he didn't tell you anything and then you didn't tell us anything and she waited until we got home to be like oh so hey i was around this person who was coughing so i guess you should go get tested and then like, like downplayed it as well so like i have massive beef with this I family member huge huge fan of cutting family out Oh, same. Huge so fan. we don't we don't need to speak to each other ever again because she nope. like consistently also downplayed how she didn't tell us she was exposed. Like, oh, because <laughs> I wasn't coughing like that, it wasn't serious, and I had on a mask in the car. But like, girl, still you like, please find a better excuse. This. Please find a better excuse. Um, so. is there anything that we're looking forward to? I was going to make a morbid joke, but let me not. <laughs> let me not. <laughs> I feel like at this point, maybe we are too powerful because who died? Was it Cicely Tyson? And we both yeah. were like, okay. I wasn't some... happy about that. Yeah. I was like. Because like, by the way, I can't make anything that I want to happen happen, but I say some like off the wall shit. And it happens. And then boom. And, like, before Sophie, we straight up were talking about how somebody young is going to die and it's going to be massively tragic and it's going to be massive on a scale that is just going to be, like, a massive hard grief. And then Dude, I had that fucking thought after I watched the, um, fuck, the Little Peep documentary, which was, I really shouldn't have watched it when I did because I made myself very sad. Um, that documentary was a lot, um because i definitely think you need to warn people before you show a dead body yeah that's just me thank you netflix 
they should have put a warning on that because I was like oh like it's the end of the documentary and I have to like see multiple shots of a dead body um but I like watched that and I was like fuck it really feels like somebody who's young and super impactful is going to die and I was heartbroken when I woke up at like 3 a.m or something maybe 5 a.m and you would text me that Sophie died yeah, because I woke up at three. I was like, why is she trending? Is she okay? Like, did she drop an album? What's going on? And right. I was dead. And I was like, please, this is absolutely a joke. But then I realized it wasn't a joke because the way it was positioned on like the Twitter app in the mm-hmm. like news thing, it wasn't like trending yet. I was like, okay, so this is absolutely for real. And it's not a joke. I would just like if... um we could be powerful and make um good things happen right Um, because you know that would be nice that would be nice because we literally Um, said and it happened and then so I don't really have any predictions yeah I was gonna be like am I excited for anything Mm. (laughs) really quick though can we also just briefly discuss how once again the Grammy curse struck again because Listen, I'm not looking forward to because they pushed the date to what, like March 14th or something? Yeah, March 14th. Which is also uh, fucking the day that we spring ahead. Anyways, really not looking forward to March. Me neither. I mean, there are some Um, things, but... What the fuck is in March? (laughs) Oh. um, hmm, There's things. (laughs) There's things that we've been discussing that is oh (laughs) but also i would just like to say that i'm naturally blonde um (laughs) talk it's it's gonna be uh listen this year already is massively overwhelming and all we can do is like create space for the people in our lives to like have space to talk and grieve and do whatever so that's what we're going to continue to do right yes and also this is like the worst black history month ever because (laughs) not only are we stuck at home but like it's just too much like we can't even listen there was no fucking mardi gras listen that shocked me like i knew it was gonna happen but like jesus i fucking i fucked up and reminded my mom that it was fat tuesday and she went oh, it's Ash wednesday tomorrow and i was like fuck no it's not <laughs> i hate catholic oh my god but if we want a really funny story which i told you um yesterday yes please or last us. night um i was like seven and i'm hypoglycemic which we didn't know and i had eaten a bunch of candy the day of easter mass because lent was over so you get to be indulgent uh ate a bunch of candy we got to church late. There's no air conditioning in the church. Um, so I'm standing there sweating bullets. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because I never made communion. So I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. The devil wants me. Like, this is literally what that fucking flames of hell feel like. Like, this is the, the devil wants me. Because my vision was going out. And, like, the whole church was, like, swaying. Like, the crucifixes and everything. And I was like, fuck. And then I blacked out. And I was like, well the devil wanted me so he can have me like hey i'm here taking i also don't think we went to church again after that honestly so your impact you did something right (laughs) i completely blacked out i was like well 
Welcome to Easter Mass. The devil wants me. Hello. And should we end it there? Because that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) We can end it there. I'll text you. All right. Bye. Bye.